Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his extreme knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man. Time for another edition of Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow tax, from Tax Doctor, Inc. I started to say Tony Morrow, Tax Doctor, like that's your whole name or something. <laughs> uh, and myself to talk investing, finance, retirement, and retirement expenses, which we might forget to plan for. Uh, so we're just going to have a good conversation about some things to, to keep on the radar. Some of these seem like duh moments, but there's little ways we might think about this or forget about them. So that's going to be the topic of conversation. And uh, Tony, how you doing, my friend? Doing all right? I am well, yeah. Everything is going good. Well, good. So you do planning all the time. It's easy to forget stuff, right? It is. You know, we all, I mean, you're a human being as well, right? You plan to take your own trips. You plan to go skiing or, you know, golfing or something. And you yep. you know forget to take something. Oh, man, I can't believe I forgot my glove, right? My golf glove or, you know, whatever it is, right? So it happens. But from a retirement standpoint, you know, forgetting to do stuff can certainly wind up being a big, you know, pain in the you know what right especially depending on what you know how it's affecting you and so it could be a little thing it's not a big deal but then there could be some big things so on this episode let's explore some of those expenses people tend to forget um and just kind of see if there's some you know tips or, or, or strategies we can talk through to see if that helps okay that sounds good medical expenses uh obviously you can say well I, i'm not forgetting medical expenses but how do i know they're going to show up how do i plan for something that hasn't happened yet well that's true it's kind of hard to do but that's when you've got to start thinking about where you're going to pull money from for these things because tony i think fidelity's most recent um number says like three hundred and fifteen thousand dollars out of pocket for yeah, people for good. that's not what you know the insurance is covering that's out of pocket that's hefty, that's man. Yeah, and people were living a long time, and I, I think the biggest uh, takeaway probably from this podcast on, on the tips area mm-hmm. is, as we talk about some of these things, is one, you, you need to develop a budget, and it, you need to work with your advisor on your own to get a you know budget. And budgets change, but at least you've got an idea, so you can start setting money right. aside or plan to take it out of one of your pots. But the other thing, too, is... Um, you have to write stuff down too. You know, as we age, I mean, I if it's not on my calendar, I, I don't try to commit everything to memory. So don't try to remember everything. You know, write it down or get it in a plan of some kind. So, you know, it, it's a lot less burden on you. But yes, medical expenses as we age, I mean, it's easy. You know, I mean, they go up. We could sit and talk about that all night long. There's other expenses too with medical. The little things. I think that's what pushes that out of pocket up so much. Sure. You know, everything like from a dental to um, over-the-counter stuff, to stuff just, you know, for chronic ailments, yeah, things like that. Yeah, dental's uh, a good it, one because that catches people off guard a lot. It does. And a lot of that's not covered by insurance. And so if, you know, or it's, it's best to track all, yeah, or Medicare, yeah, for that matter. And it doesn't have to be uh, sophisticated tracking. I mean, that's that's really good if you can go that far. But it's just something you you got to I think with medical, because it's so big and it's going to be at the top of the list, especially as you age, it's one of the biggest things. I think it's third. I think if I'm not mistaken, Tony, I think housing is is first for expenses, food second, medical's third. Yeah. And so it's got to be tracked and kind of budgeted for. And then, like you said, where are are we going to take this money from Mm -hmm. for these intended expenses? You know, and uh, if obviously if they don't occur, then, you know, you don't you don't take the money out. But right. uh, Then you got some extra money going on. But if you don't if you don't at least talk and discuss it how are you going to have a you know any kind of you know plan or options to dip into 
You know, you said budget earlier, Tony, and people go, oh, my God, I hate the P word. Well, fine. Call it a spending plan. Call it whatever the heck you want. But just some sort of cash flow analysis in and out, whatever the case is. And then that way you can maybe bump up some categories so that you don't have these unexpected expenses coming up. Like our next one, unexpected Mm -hmm. travel, for example. Well, again, someone would go, well, how in the world am I supposed to know I'm going to need extra money for travel that it was unexpected? But you know you're going to want to do X number of travel. Fine, you're planning for that. So why not, and I'm asking you, but why not just kind of bump that number up a little higher for things that might come up? What do you think there? I think think that's a great plan, and that's what we tell people to do. We try to get them to put little, you know, kind of uh, imaginary folders or, you know, the old envelope system, you know, the Dave Ramsey stuff, even in retirement, uh, not necessarily moving money there, but come up with our budget right, and then bump it up a little bit. Pad the stats, so to speak, yeah. right? Yeah, pad it. Because besides your travel, you've got things like, you know, you might just, I don't know, somebody asks you to go somewhere and, you you know, you really weren't planning on it, but, you know, you've got, you've got the means, you're, you know, you're going to go do it. You've got my father who's now has grandkids getting married. Uh, and they don't live here. So, he, you know, he he wants to go there and um, make sure that he's there for that. Oh, you've yeah, got true. Uh, people spread out. You've got funerals. You've got um, maybe going out of state to see an, you know, an elderly family member. All kinds of things that, you know, that's not the, yeah. the funnest stuff you might want to you know, do. And so it's not on the plan. That's a great point because, like, it could hit you off guard. Like, you're thinking, okay, I'm kind of budgeting for the fact that mom's older. She lives in a different state. I'm going to go see her, let's say, four times a year. But what yeah. happens if mom has to have a hip replacement that wasn't expected, yeah. right? Which yeah. goes back to mom not planning for medical expenses. <laughs> but well, right. let's just assume that something like that happens and you got to go stay with her for a month. And help take care of it because you can't move, right? Well, that's unexpected travel because you you're yourself are in retirement. Maybe mom's 85 and you know, you're know you 60 or 65 or something like that, yeah. right? So, I mean, it's easy to kind of see where you can get some of these unexpected travel that takes longer. A, you weren't expecting it. And B, it's maybe a, long th- a lengthier thing than you thought would even happen to period. And to your point about weddings, I mean, hey, it could be something as simple as you really want to pay for your you know granddaughter's wedding and she decides she wants to have that in freaking Acapulco or something. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> right. You know, and then, you know, getting down there and, and dealing with all that. And, or know. paying for it and everything else, right? Because you you promised, right? Well, you know, Pappy, yeah. you promised that you'd pay I, for it. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> so, and, again, like planning just... I guess pad the pad the stats, right? Add, add a little extra in there for things that could come up so that you're not caught short. That's right. And I tell you, my my own father, and uh, sometimes he listens to these podcasts, but I, I already I already tell him that I you know I talk about it, right, right. And uh, you know he's one of those retirees that he he's not comfortable if he has like less than eighty thousand dollars in his checking account, but he, that's what he uses as his kind of padding. Besides oh, okay. everything else, and, and and he's he's fine. He has plenty of of money to live on and whatnot, and and we budget. But that's what he kind of uses for unexpected. But at least he has it. You know, it's, yeah. it's just in his checking. And yeah. so I don't, I don't, I kid him about it a little bit. But I I understand why he has it because yeah. he he doesn't have to fear some of these things we're talking about. Well, I've got a couple big ones I want to tackle. So let me keep moving mm-hmm. along here. I want to go yeah. to taxes because you're you're the tax doctor. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, you know, are we seriously prepared for a tax hike? in the future. I think everybody, I mean, we all know it. We, we, You have to know it. You cannot be an ostrich and not realize that all the spending we're doing, it's not coming, it's not going to be going up. And even if they do nothing, which Congress is great at doing, they're going to change. It's going to go up in 26. So regardless of whether they make a move, it's going up, right? It's going up. Yeah. If, if they don't do anything, 
It's going up because I got to think they'll allow it to go back. Yep. Of course, we're, you know, as we're taping this, there's going to be a showdown again in June about the debt ceiling. And the reason we have all this debt is because just like a business, you know, we as a government or a nation, I should say, they spend more than we take in. So yeah. uh, even if it's not just a, hey, this is a tax hike, they, they come up with things. They usually try to hide them because they don't like to talk about them. But we have to be prepared for that. While I hate taxes, I, I got to think somehow they're, they're going to go up some way in the future. And, and think about the numbers, Tony. So if you're a lot of retirees right now, maybe find themselves in the 22% tax bracket, right? Yeah, 2022. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just say, and I think the 22 is when it sunsets in 2019, or excuse me, 2026, the 22% tax bracket, I believe goes back to 25. It might it be even 28. To, yeah. uh, it's 25 and then, and then it goes real quick to 28. Okay, so yeah, so it's a, be, yeah. it's a it's a more narrow bracket, right? Yeah. So yeah. going from twenty two to twenty eight, that might only sound like I mean six percent. Hello, right? right? I mean that's going right. to get pretty hefty. Think about the you know the interest rates that we or the interest rates, but the uh, inflation rates we've been dealing with, you know, and so on and so forth. So it's going to be a little more costly than we realize, and that's if they do nothing. And they just yeah. what if they go? Well, we actually need more money, so let's go ahead and make that thirty percent. Yeah. It is. And, you know, even even on $100,000 of income, I mean, that's still a lot of money. And Heck that's yeah. a $6,000, you know, tax increase. And, you know, on a fixed income, people are like, well, wow, that, that kind of really And over cuts time, into my, right? Compound. Yeah. So, again, you got to have that. You got to plan for it. So, and again, tax efficiency and planning right there. This one's one that you maybe shouldn't forget because right now everybody and their brother is talking about tax efficiency because yeah. of the tax rates we're in. And that Roth conversions, obviously, are a huge topic of conversation yeah. because you can kind of manage your taxes now versus what we expect to happen, you know, let's say 10 or 12 years from now. Mm-hmm. So no, okay. yeah, it's big, big, big topic: taxes, maintenance, and repair on the home. I mentioned earlier that the home is usually the number one expense for people, at least early on in retirement, as they're either finishing off the mortgage or you know maybe making some changes so that they can retire proof it. You know that kind of stuff. This one I always find interesting. You were talking about your dad a second ago and having a big chunk of cash there. People say, "Well, I got an emergency fund for like if the HVAC dies." Okay, well, fine. If the HVAC or the or the roof gets a hole in it unexpectedly, that's one thing. Maybe that's where you tap the emergency fund. And I'll, tell me if I'm wrong here, Tony. But if not, if you know, let's say you're 60 and you're going to retire in the next five years and you know your roof is already 30 years old, why are you not strategizing and planning to replace that roof sometime in retirement versus getting caught off guard? I agree. We, we are pre-retirees. We go over the whole home ownership thing. And, and if they own the home outright, what kind of condition is it in? It, is it important to them that they keep it up? Right. Uh, you know, and and start strategizing for some of these things even before retirement, even if we're not going to set money aside for it just yet. But, you know, knowing that it's on the list that, okay, a roof, for example, my roof's 30 years old, it's kind of falling apart. It's not leaking, but I'm going to need one at some point. Let's let's get that down and try to figure that out in the big scheme of things. I think another one too is, and most retirees' homes, you know, are, are aging. I mean, because most of them have lived there for a long time and most of them drive older cars. I mean, I, I have a love-hate relationship with cars. I, I like them, but at the same time, we're always having to buy new ones or, or you know, <laughs> right. do something. And, uh, you know, you may need a new car in, in your retirement days at some point. And the last thing you might want to do is have a payment. And so maybe you want to strategize and and maybe save for it or use some money to to buy one. And that could be maybe the last vehicle you'll need. But these are the questions that you need to tackle under this whole housing slash maintenance repair thing for sure. Yeah, definitely. Some really good points there for sure, Tony. Thank you for those. 
Uh, and then finally, let's talk about everybody's friend. That's yeah, our right. friend. Mr. Inflation. Yeah. Or misinflation or whatever you want to call it. Either way, it sucks. <laughs> it's high. <laughs> it likes it. And, and so here's, but let's view it at this standpoint, not the current, whatever we're going through inflation, right? Yeah. Just regular inflation. Right. I've, I said this all the time and I'll continue to say it because I think it works well. Inflation is normally thought of like calories. You don't pay attention to it until it's really bothering you, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. It, when you're feeling overly pudgy, you pay attention to your calories, right? Yeah. And when inflation's high, you finally pay attention to it. But when it's normal, you just don't pay attention to it. However, if you don't, let's say it t- costs you five grand a month. That's what your number, you've identified five grand a month for living expenses of going into retirement at 65. Okay. Well, 15. 15 years later, that five grand is now 10 grand a month that costs you. So exactly. are you, do you have COLAs, cost of living adjustments built into your plan? Yeah, because it, it will, that will happen. It will be exceedingly higher than the 5,000, you know, that, that you just talked about. And people always ask me too, you know, well, do you think it's ever going to go down? I said, well, inflation, you know, it, it, it bounces around. Of course, we can see that right now. But how many times I always ask, how many times have you gone somewhere and they say, well, our price is lower than it was five years ago. You know, boy, it's, it's, it's great for you. Great for me. I mean, nothing goes down. So even in normal times, things tend to inch up and we aren't paying attention and, you know, it, and good for businesses because they got to keep up too. But I'm saying it, it, as a retiree, you have to pay attention to that because t- if you're thinking 5000 today, like you said, it'll be 10000 or so in 10 or 15 years from now. And uh, that will be the new norm. But nevertheless, you may not have the, you know, if you don't, if you're not building this in the uh, same income or the same lifestyle you thought you were going to have. Yeah. I mean, it's, you've got to address it, right? And it's easy to got sneak it. up on you. Uh, inflation is the thief of tomorrow kind of thing, right? You know, so it's going to steal some stuff away. So you've got to plan for it. And hopefully your advisor has strategized. Uh, like Tony does with his plan for inflation, even normal inflation rates. And I think that's where people also panic too, Tony, when we're thinking about uh, where our money's at, like the market's not doing well, I'm nervous, let me maybe consider taking it out. Well, that's going to be, it should be anyway, your later monies uh, that you need to keep up with inflation, right? So make sure you're not panicking and just wholesale. When the market does bad, that's what we do, right? We panic and we go, let me go take money out because I don't want to lose any more. But it's like, that's your now money, I think you're thinking about when it's really truly your later money. Exactly. Yeah, I mean it. It is. I mean, it, you, I mean, you hit it right on the head. I, I can't even uh, I can't even expand on that. It, <laughs> well, thanks. It's, you, it's almost you, like you I said. talk to. It's almost like I talk to you guys all the time. Yeah, but it, it is. I mean, I think the, the important thing is, you know, getting back to uh, talk with your advisor, you know, and and making sure that you're strategizing for this because it will sneak up on you. Yeah, it's and, a uh, Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it will get you. It will bite you. That's for sure. So hopefully that's some things that you uh, are remembering to do. You're strategizing for retirement and you haven't forgotten these. But if you have and you need some help or you just haven't reached out to someone for help at all, then Tony and his team, of course, are here. Yourplanningpros.com. That's yourplanningpros.com. Helping families get to and through retirement. Tony's been doing this for 27 plus years. So he's a great resource for you to tap into. He's a CPA, a CFP, an EA, uh, all the alphabet soup of good stuff there. So reach out to him, get onto his calendar, have a conversation, and plan with the tax man. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever platform you like using. Tony, thanks for hanging out. As always, my friend, I appreciate you. All right. We'll see you next time. We'll catch you next time right here on the podcast. Again, hit that subscribe button or heart button or whatever it is to catch new episodes as well as check out past episodes on Plan with the Tax Man. Tony Morrow, Tax from Tax Doctor Inc.
Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, SM. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency.